Welcome to the Amanda Rollard Show, Bam Bam Style, the podcast series of chats with Amanda's family, where you will have some good laughs and true inspiration to live your abundant life now. Stick around for great conversation, lighthearted humor, and nitwit trivia. And now, the matriarch of the family and your host, Amanda Rollert. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Amanda Rollert Show, Fam Bam Style. We are so excited that I've got the Fam Bam here today. Join us as we talk about how to live a proactive life. Stick around. Welcome, Fam Bam. How are you? We've got everybody on the line today. How is the Fam Bam? We're doing good. Hi, everybody. (laughs) We've got Chelsea Blue, Brookie Poo, MP, and Gabe the Babe. How is everybody? What's going on in your world? Busy, busy, busy. Summertime. Wrapping up summer. Got home today trying to, I don't know, get back into routine, you know? Well, for us, we have two more weeks of summer before the girls go back to school and Adam starts two a day soon. So I guess it's time to get back into routine. Ooh. And I think that'll play right into our topic today. I know Gabe, you're coming back from a trip to Hilton Head and you apparently brought home the first place golfing trophy. huh? <laughs> we did. Yeah. We played pretty good. We shot 15 under, which in a four man scramble, I thought it was pretty good. No mulligans, no None of that. So it was a true 15 under and it we took home first place. So awesome. Awesome. Yeah, it was good. Also, Hilton Head definitely would recommend it to anybody thinking about going. It's not Charleston is also very cool, but it is south of Charleston, about an hour, maybe 45 minutes. And it's very, very beautiful, kind of remote. Um, so nice if anybody's species. anybody's looking to to do a little traveling. Yeah, you definitely can go relax. Awesome. Awesome. That sounds great. MP, you're coming back from the coast and some fishing trips. Yep. We're out. Had about six hours of sleep all weekend. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you roll. But uh, got some fish, caught a bunch, and going to whip up some stuffed flounder for Morgan on Tuesday. So we'll see. Ooh, that sounds really nice. Get some brownie points. Yeah, you 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 probably need some after being gone for this for the long weekend. Mm-hmm. He's always on vacation. <laughs> that is not true, Gabe. <laughs> He's about to get real serious here in another couple months. And Chelsea, what's going on with the Steffics? We are just relaxing today. We got back from being in Austin with you and Brooke this weekend, and then just relaxing today. So just spending time with family and just catching up, getting ready to start the week. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Which actually is a good segue into today. So Brooke and Chelsea and I spent a little bit of a girls weekend together. We had some planning that we were doing for some future fun things for our companies. And something happened to me, which led me to the idea for the topic today as I was toying with it. Well, I had a lot going on. I had a lot of meetings and we had intentionally thought we would get to leave at a certain amount of time. Brooke and I were traveling together and Chelsea was meeting us and uh, we thought we would get to leave at a like noon and had a couple of spur of the moment meetings come up and I had to hop into those. And so we didn't get to leave for an hour after we had thought and we get to Austin and I forgot a very important prop that I was planning on bringing and it was my podcast mic. And I have been planning this. We've known about it. And I was, because we were going to take some photos and do a little photo shoot and some things like that. And I was, I was mad. I was mad because I forgot my mic and I could only be mad at myself because I had not been proactive as I traditionally am when I'm planning and doing everything. And I thought, you know what, how many of us out there do the same thing sometimes? Like, you know, In order for us to truly take charge and live our abundant life, we need to make sure that we are allowing ourselves that space to create and control a situation rather than having that situation control us. So I actually looked up a couple of things and I was like, you know, what does it really mean to be proactive versus reactive? And basically when you're being proactive, you're ready before something happens and 
you know, the opposite of that is waiting for something to happen and then reacting to it. We're all guilty of it. Would you agree, Fan Bam? Yes. Oh, yeah. Anybody perfect out there that's always proactive in life? Nope. I would have to say no. (laughs) Well, but I think it's a call to action for all of us because, you know, this one particular situation, because I did not proactively plan well, now I'm going to have to think through that whole photo piece without my mic. And it just made me frustrated. And we can't find our joy when we're frustrated and other little things, you know, just make us go into a little bit of a funk. And I was there. And so I thought, well, gosh, how many of us kind of we've lived that. So I thought today, you know, fam, bam, we need to talk about how we can live a more proactive life, both personally and professionally. So I thought, let's start on the personal side first. Let's just kind of talk about it. If you're being proactive in your personal life, what sort of things do you think you could overcome or avoid? I just want to throw that out there. Anybody jump in. What can you Uh, avoid? um, Oh, yeah. I got a good one. I got one. I got one. This happens to me a lot. And it's something I got to get better at getting gas. Oh, like, yes. <laughs> this is a good yes, one, right? Yes, yes, Because what happens is I put it off, I put it off, I put it off. But then like, if I would have been proactive about filling up my car when I wasn't so busy or went right past the gas station and just didn't want to stop, then I wouldn't be late somewhere because I had to get gas or whatever. When, when you actually didn't have time to stop. Right, right. How many times in college did you ride around on zero? Chelsea, I still do it. Adam can't <laughs> stand it. <laughs> And this is like a problem. (laughs) (laughs) Remember the phrase, a quarter of a tank is empty. Empty. Yeah. Quarter of a tank's 50 bucks, mom. (laughs) Now. Yes, this is true. But even if you put in a little bit, because you never know, you never know when you're going to have to push it a little bit more. But yeah, that's that's a great one. Go. Go ahead, MP. I would say the gas tank deal is probably like a good analogy too, because certain things you can push off, not plan for, do whatever for days, weeks, even years. And then there's nothing to make you do it really other than yourself. But like a gas tank in your car, you can't go nowhere if you don't have gas. So then that's like makes you do it, whether you want to or not, or have time or not. So the analogy I'm alluding to is there's a lot of things in life that you may want to do or you're planning for, but if you don't have you know, something to force you to do it, then you're going to have to make that decision a priority yourself. But it's just hard to do it when there's nothing forcing that play. Are you saying there's something to do with internal motivation or intrinsic motivation to this as well? Huh? Yes. Yeah, I'm not very motivated to do laundry. So that oh, yeah. for Mondays, I, I have to kind of figure out what I'm going to wear. Well, oh my that's gosh, a, that's I am like, thing. that's my favorite. That's my just, jam. The thing is for me is I don't mind throwing it in the, like in the washer or the dryer, but the point from getting it out of the dryer to fold it or hung up is it could range from hours to days to weeks. <laughs> Depending <laughs> on how bad, if I, it, especially in college, I would, or even when I got out of college, I would just leave them in the dryer and then flip the dryer on in the morning. And then I had kids. That was my closet. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, dear. That's OK. But hey, this is really good because you know what? I bet there's others out there just like us trying to figure out why is life happening to me? Why did I have a bad morning? Why do I feel like all of a sudden I'm rushing, 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 and I'm late or I'm, you know, I started out five minutes late. Now I'm 10 minutes late. And and then I didn't account for the traffic because I started out late. Now I got to, you know, work late or, you know, barely scooted in by the chinny chin chin or whatever it is. So let's talk about a couple of things that we can do personally to be proactive about our planning. I'll start. So as a mom, I remember when I was raising you guys, if we were, and because gosh, you guys were all different ages, so it it didn't always happen beautifully. But if we could plan like our schedules when the games were, because y'all were all playing different games at different times. Like if we had a calendar, we, we planned it all out. Who was taking who to this practice and who was picking up, who was getting from school, especially when I was coaching. If we laid that all out for the week, I knew if it was me doing, you know, this, then the Bobby dude was in charge of the guys. And sometimes, you know, we had to incorporate Noni to come and, and help pick up or drop off. But if we didn't know that ahead of time, we could have been many a times, you know, stranded. And that's just yeah, on. We had to walk home 10 miles because y'all left us. And- you never. 
had to walk home 10 miles. <laughs> Never, ever. But I think just, one. Yeah, go ahead, Chelsea. I know one thing like for me, that's been a big thing this year that I've now as what I'm 34 learning is that when you're reactive, when you're in this reactive mode all the time, you put yourself in such a state of stress, which then puts a lot of stress mm. on your body and you're in a constant fight or flight and that's not healthy. So like for me, this year was like a lot of health, my health and my personal life was being more proactive, which we don't learn in our society today. Our society is very reactive with our health. So when you're living in a more proactive lifestyle, you obviously don't know what the future holds. No one does except for the man upstairs, but you can prepare your mind and your body and your soul for situations, life events, etc. that like puts you more at ease versus in this state of stress all the time that then makes you put your body in dis-ease a lot. So for me, it was like very much thinking proactively. And I've had a lot of help in this area. Um, thanks to some people that have, that have really helped me, but putting my health first and being proactive with my health instead of how our society teaches you. It's like, Oh, I got a headache. I'm going to take a Tylenol or an Advil. I have a, this symptom. I need to take something this for it. Instead of being like, why are you getting the headache? I get my headache every day because I am not drinking enough water. So let's drink enough water. So then we don't have the headache. So it's just being, that's just one example, but there's so many things out there. It's like, why are you feeling this way? Why are you at this state of stress? Why are you doing this? Why is your body feeling this way? Instead, just turning it around and being more proactive, then you have less of these things. I love that. Yes. Oh my gosh. I think you hit so many areas of truth. I mean, I was just sitting here listening, going, yes, that is so true. And especially we live our lives in this reactive state of yes. Oh, I have a headache. I'll take an Advil or something rather than saying why. And you girls know me, especially over the weekend. You're like, mom, you're wound up. (laughs) <laughs> like, like a rubber band. And I'm working on that. I'm trying consciously trying to add some things to my life that will make me more proactive and less wound up. Like I think, yeah. I think too, like something, and again, I'm not perfect at this. I definitely have not been good at it the last three weeks, but I know that whenever I work out and move my body every day, I feel better, like just about my, myself, about I feel like I have more energy, like all of the things that working out provides. And lately I have been reactive because my schedule has been off the charts. I'm back to being super busy, not taking the time for myself. So like this week, starting tomorrow again, cause I'm back home and I'm like, we got to get back in routine is like, I want to be proactive about carving out the time in the morning, sometime before lunch, because it seems like after lunch, it's harder to get that done. It's harder to get that movement in because then kids are coming back home. I got to do dinner and then it's like you start over. So trying to be very proactive about taking the time in the morning to get that done so that I'm setting myself up for the rest of the day for success, for how I feel, how productive I I can be, you know, after I work out, you know, just all those things that I, the last three weeks, I have been very reactive versus proactive. And, you know, when we talk salt, you know, when we support abundant living today in those five areas, when we need that salt in our minds, our bodies, our family, our community, our finances, being proactive, like you just said, just moving your body in Chelsea, like taking the time to think proactively in terms of wellness that sets ourselves up, especially in those five areas. You know, it starts in our, our minds. And, and if our body is feeling good about ourselves, our mind feels good. We're able to deliver on family time, family needs. We can give more to community. You know, all those things, it's like a domino effect. Very, very good. Anything else anybody wanted to add for the personal side of proactivity? I think they pretty much covered that pretty well as far as... Uh... I mean, personal, so it's, it's like your health and other stuff. But uh, I feel like I may have some two cents for the, the other part of that. When for it professional? To- yeah. Well, let's <clears throat> just start with you, MP, then. So how um, can we live a better proactive life professionally? Well, I'm going to throw a wrench in the system because <laughs> this is my opinion. But I feel like on the same note, I think it you could be 
overly proactive to a state where you're almost like on these, you almost go the other way. Cause now you're like on edge. Now we got to be here. We got to do this. We got, you don't get the relaxed part of if life happens or like, do we have to go on vacation and have everything scheduled out before we get there? Or can we get there, see what everybody wants to do. And then like, do a few, like there's certain things I think it's so there's a, there's a balance. Yeah, yeah, there's a balance. Well, we can all take a lesson from you, Mike Paul, about living the, you know, you, you are living the chill and the discipline. You definitely live every day. And I, I got to say that you live every day and you're not going to just get overwhelmed. You know, you, you run a, a great business, but you, you make sure that you enjoy, you take time to smell the roses. Yes. Now you have, like you said, you have to do both. And I think that's definitely a personality thing too, because everybody has their own personalities and what works for them. And that's what makes people different and unique and all that. But for me, yeah, I think I can see that other side of it just because that's how I like to operate, but I can definitely slack in the proactive area sometimes because I like to procrastinate. So so hang on. You're not the only one, Michael. We, we've we all procrastinated in our life. I mean, I'm here to raise my hand to say I've procrastinated before. And then sometimes I'll even be honest to say sometimes that adrenaline rush that you get when you have to then get something done sometimes provides me with some clarity that I can like, oh my gosh, I can just work very well under pressure. But I don't like to live my life that way because living no. my life that way goes back to what Chelsea was saying, that everything that I do is reactive and then it causes your body to get into a state of dis-ease. So talk to us a little bit about how you've learned to turn procrastination into proactivity. Well, if you procrastinate enough, I usually, I usually can, (laughs) I've been able to pull off a lot of things and I probably normally shouldn't been able to, but if you do that enough times, you're eventually going to have a case or two or more that you did it and you procrastinated and you end up with a bad result or not a good product or whatever you were working on, right? You're, you didn't do it to your best because you didn't have time. Well, how did that but, make you feel? Well, then you're like, crap, I can do better than that or whatever the case may be, or I should have known better or whatever. So that kind of then makes you want to be a little more proactive and not get that way. But like I said, I just like to live in the moment too. So I kind of, or I'm not, I don't stress about it. I think stress is a big keyword here because if you're a stressful person, the reactive side is really going to trigger pretty hard. But if you're not, you're a little less stress-free, then the reactive side is not going to hit home as hard because you're like, okay, I got this. We're just going to change the routine here a little bit and, and, and make something happen. But like I said, that's kind of from my angle. And I think too, like, this is like a kind of a dance you can do where you can do a little bit of both. And that's kind of what I try to do. And I probably should have done this a long time ago, but this summer I decided to get like this dry erase calendar to put on our refrigerator. And it's got like the big calendar for the month. And then it has like the calendar for the week. And we are constantly always like Jared and I anyways are like, well, what do you have going on? What do you have gone? Well, you forgot what I told you and that that kind of thing. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to solve this problem and I'm going to get a calendar where I can dry erase and put stuff on and take stuff off. And I literally will write out the week of like all the things that we kind of have going on and like my schedule of like the each day and where I've got the kids going and all the things. But within those times, it's not like I have each minute or hour accounted for. So there's space in there for the magic to happen or the relaxation or maybe some because not every day is going to go as planned, of course. What are you, what are so, you calling the magic? Yeah, the magic, huh? <laughs> the- <laughs> I mean, like if there's something that comes up or if something needs to change or (laughs) anything like that, like you leave that room for that flexibility. Is that better? Flexibility to happen? I don't know. Now we're kind of getting. (laughs) (laughs) I I also do that for my clients as well. So, yeah. And so I was really glad you brought up the calendar word. Because I wrote that down too when I was thinking about professionalism. I have to function with a calendar. And I love that you actually incorporated that into your personal life so you can function better with land business. Yeah, you can function better with your spouse. Right. Right. But then your calendar lets you know what your what meetings, what's going on for the week. I use my Outlook calendar all the time. Does anybody else? uh, I also have I have Outlook, but I also have my dry erase calendar that sits just to the left of my computers. So the first thing I do is whenever somebody asks me something or something comes up, I write it down, whether it's firm or not, 
I put it on the date on the calendar because I am the worst when it comes to, I can tell you every event that's going to happen for the next six months. But if you ask me when they're going to happen, I know it's sometime in August or it's early August or late September or like this event, like everyone was asking me, when is it? And I was like, oh, and then I'd have to go find the email, you know, and find out when the exact date was. So I just started writing everything on the calendar and sticky notes. I'm a big sticky note person. I put sticky notes everywhere. If it's really important at the end of the day, I'll put a sticky note right in the middle of my monitor. <laughs> so <laughs> the first yes. thing, whenever I get in, I'm like, oh, I, that was obviously important. Um, yeah, that's, that's I put huge. everything in my phone. Yeah. Yeah. So and I also have that phone one as well. Yeah. So I think that goes with lists because I wrote down some notes too. So I think that goes with listing. So we can list different ways, sticky notes, actually to-do lists. What are some other ways that you guys list? You said trusting to the my phone. Re- yeah. And I use my reminders on my phone. Yep. Too. Reminders is a good one. I'm I'll, a big, I'll sometimes uh... email myself. <laughs> Oh, I wow. do that, Gabe. I do yeah. that too. I wake Especially up in the middle like, of the night. Yeah. Yeah. If it's, I don't do it in the middle of the night, but I'll, uh, <laughs> like if I'm away and I'm not working, I'll email myself to that. And then I won't read it so that it's first thing there in the morning. And, you know, I do that. Yeah. That's weird, but that's cool. That's a good idea. Hey, Gabe, what are you doing tonight? <laughs> uh, might be up. I might reply. <laughs> I say this, but I'm pretty good at like tomorrow. I got to do this. And then like, I won't forget it. It'll come up in my mind, but that's really hard. That's not a very good way to roll with things either. But I'm a, I'm pretty big on if I know I got to get something done tomorrow before a certain time or by a certain time or we're going to leave so-and-so by one o'clock. So I need to make sure I have this and this all done. I set alarms. And oh, I'll have yeah. them go off and you can label the alarm. Yeah. So it'll go off and it'll be like, uh, you needed to do this. And it went off and that reminded me. Cause, and you, and it actually, because the day gets going, you know, and you get going and your routine and stuff's happening. And you forget and the alarm goes off and I can read it I'm like a oh, crap and I'll do it right then. But that's probably I literally have to do that for kids. <laughs> <laughs> like if they're gonna if they're gonna get out, because might go to the private school here. So sometimes like on the first Friday they get out at a certain time, they get out earlier than normal, or like if they have all these holidays and I've got to go pick them up early, I will mine's more of like a calendar alarm, but I will have it in my calendar, have like a tough couple of alarms that go off in there yep. just to make sure that I five minutes before 10 minutes before <laughs> yes. yeah. you have to leave the house now yes. <laughs> yes. I I wanted to make a comment I didn't really hit on the proactive side for the personal but I also think they go hand in hand personal and business or professional I think the more proactive you are the more prepared you are for situations when you do get thrown the curveball so if you're prepared then that curveball maybe isn't so much of a curveball. You're like, uh, okay, slider. I'm prepared. Yeah, I, I can handle <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's something that it's you don't, toss. it doesn't hit you so hard. You know, it's not like, oh my gosh, I gotta, how am I gonna handle this? I mean, for instance, my first job that I had, project managing, it was every day something was going on. I was like, all right, I gotta figure something else out because I can't live every day like this, this high stress where's my product? I need it here now. And I, and it was every day. It was like that. There was something was wrong. And so I was like, all right, well, we got to figure something else out here because I can't do this. But something that kind of goes on that, then we had, there was a speaker at the convention we were at. The guy's name was Ryan Hawk. But one of his quotes he put up, he said, studying or preparation is the best medicine for fear. That doesn't really apply directly, but it kind of does. Because no, it if, does. If you're prepared, you're proactive. You're proactive. Exactly. You're you're already prepared for a situation that hasn't even happened yet, or it could have happened yet. You know, or it could have happened. And uh, I don't know. I thought that was kind of kind of cool. I completely agree with that. And I think too, especially when you are have a lot of moving parts. Like I have a few different clients that I work with, and so it never fails that. Usually sometimes like I'll have nothing really going on. That's crazy. So I have been like, I procrastinated before and nine times out of 10, everything hits on one day and everyone needs something like more than what, and and then it's like, well, why didn't I just do these things that I already knew at the beginning of the week? So now I'm in on deadline, you know, at the end of the week when I wanted it to be. So it always happens that way. So now I've gotten a lot better. I'm not saying it never happens this way. It always happens this way, but if I can get something done, even a day ahead, then it's on my calendar. I'm going to try to get it done because 
nine times out of 10, something else is going to happen. And then I can just jump on it and do it right then instead of being like, well, I'll get to it tomorrow because now I got to do this. That's like the famous quote, right? Don't put off to tomorrow what you, what what you could do today. Yeah. Because you can make a whole list for tomorrow, but wait till tomorrow comes and you get thrown all the curveballs and you could have handled the list today. And then you're just double behind basically. Right. I was going to add that. I agree with all of that. I think that's really good input and something that I do. I know we kind of talked about it, but professionally definitely use my Google calendar. So like this past week, I wanted to call all of my contractors and take time out of my day to like call them, check in on them, offer support. And I put it on my calendar like the week prior block off a chunk of time. So it was like, I knew every day that week I was going to be calling them from one to two, you know? So it's like, I was doing something that was proactive, blocking off the chunk of time that way, no matter what else was going on, like that was the time that I had committed to do that because it was something that was really important. But same with like, if a parent needs a call back or something, I'll put it on my calendar, schedule a time, but I use that a lot. But I, I also kind of relate to Michael that sometimes I store it up in my brain. (laughs) I'm like, because I know, like, I know what I need to do and I'm really good at, but like on those types of things, I'll definitely use my Google calendar a lot. I'm the same way. I think the apples didn't fall far from the tree, but I have a lot upstairs that I prioritize, but I have found too. And I'm, I'm really glad to hear that y'all are kind of putting alarms and putting it on your calendar because if you have shared calendars, like with your direct reports or with your supervisors, guess what? They could go in, you know, if you shared calendars, they can see your calendar. And if there's nothing in that space, well, then they think that that space is okay to take. Oh, let's have a quick meeting. When you had in your head planned to call parents or plan to call your contractors or plan, but all of a sudden it gets eaten up because we didn't put it on the calendar and prioritize the time and been proactive about it. I've gotten caught in that scenario a lot. So now I just put everything on the calendar. So it actually helps me realize now here's the other thing and goes back to what Chelsea was saying. Oftentimes I find I do not schedule. I just work through lunch and it'll be three o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, huh, I haven't eaten today. I do that a lot. And that's not good. No. That is that is not good. And especially those, you know, that live a very busy, you know, whether you're busy in, in your vehicle, you know, you're traveling to different locations, which is, you know, something that I do. Or even if you're working, you know, virtually, we, sometimes we just find ourselves chained to what we're doing and we've got to make sure that we set boundaries too. And I think that's to help us protect and be proactive about our health. Because we all that's, you know, rolling down the road, you know, yeah. Without our health, we have nothing. We don't. You're going to blow. So that goes, I mean, honestly, that goes, yeah. like, that is first and foremost, like, especially in my mind, without that, we have nothing. What are you going to do? You cannot do your job. You cannot do your personal life. You cannot do anything to 100% and how you can fully function if you do not have your health. So that well, should be first on your list. And something that I think about a lot, because I'll get headaches, Chelsea, you know, sometimes, and I always know I can feel them coming on, but it always goes back to not drinking enough or eat or taking the time to eat properly because I get in my Batmobile and I just go, go, go. So that's another thing, you know, being proactive about taking time to eat breakfast, drinking water, eating lunch, like, because again, I'm not half as good if I have a bad headache than if I were to just taking care of myself. Yeah. I can, uh, yeah, I, I'm guilty of that. I need to uh, eat, drink water and do all that stuff because when you don't, you actually kind of, you feel like crap in the red, later in the day or you get the brain fog or whatever. Yep. So if I can eat lunch at 10 o'clock, I do it now. So I'm like, oh, I'm just going to eat it now because I know I'm not going to eat later or whatever, but. Well, and, and the truth is, you know, you can call it lunch at 10 o'clock. It's just keeping something in the body to keep the body going. You know, it's that stuff to keep all cylinders firing. So this is really good. So if we were going to have like three takeaways, you know, I we heard some really, really great suggestions, whether it be personally or professionally. I'm just going to say, so some sort of list making, you know, make lists, to-do lists, you know, track them, whether it's in your notes, in your phone, on your calendar. And then I, I would say, secondly, is calendaring, calendaring yes. both your personal life, your professional life. Would we add anything else? What else would we add to, to help live a more proactive life? I want to add kind of a add on to a list. Okay. So a lot of people will make a list because of it has the things that they need to do or the things that have already happened that day that they need to do. I feel like you can also 
have a list of things that you can be doing, like a reoccurring list, not a list of things that I have to do because someone told me to, but something thinking ahead, you know, something that's, you know, like Chelsea said, if you have something that you know is coming, then you could start working on it now when you have the time or, you know, so I it's call a list, those, but yeah, it's, a, it's accountability it's cycles. A... It's, it's cycles. It's like what, what I know that you have to either do daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly. Right. Yeah. I love that. And then when you like the last thing I do at the end of every day is I pull out my list, I pull out my to-do list and I look at my calendar. Those are the last two things that I do because I answer all my emails, whether I get 150 or 320, I am going to answer them all. Because if not, I'll be in that situation that Chelsea was talking about is first thing in the morning. Oh, I'll, I'll answer these last you know, 50 emails in the morning. Nope. Eight o'clock in the morning. It's like the whack-a-mole game starts and everybody needs something. All these problems emerge. So I think the last thing that I do is reflect on my list and my calendar so I'm prepared mentally before I go to sleep at night. So I know it's coming up. So this is good stuff. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And this I think too, stuff. like we talked about health, but I think there's always ways for us to prioritize our health and Chelsea's right. And without that, nothing else matters. So I feel like that's a really important one to encourage people to take the time to like, think about like not being reactive to your health, but proactive to your health. If I know that I get headaches, if I don't drink and eat, then I need to be drinking and eating. So I don't have a three-day headache because when I get a headache, it lasts for multiple days. It's not like I can just take an Advil and it's gone. No, it, it lingers. And it's all because of that, you know? So I feel like that's important to also just encourage our listeners to think about ways that they can be proactive with their health versus reactive. And I know for me, it's water, eating, we all have our, our things, movement. working out, movement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I love that. And that's two of our buckets. It's mind and body. That's our yeah. mind body connection, you know, for salt. So, ah, I love this. This is helping me really think about how to live a proactive lifestyle. So fam, bam, thank you so much. This is super, super duper good. Anybody want to play some nit? What trivia? Do it. We, got, we have ah. some settling to do. <laughs> yes, we do. So, all right, fans, stick around. We're going to play a little Nitwit Trivia. And now let's play Nitwit Trivia. Okay. So, yeah, we do have some score settling up according to the girls and the boys. So we kind of had a gauntlet laid down. And the boys, when we resurfaced the girls against the boys, the boys won the first round. Uh-huh. And the girls came back uh-huh. and ran the second round. And this round so, is for well, all the marbles. The good news is I was being proactive here and I went ahead <laughs> scheduled. I scheduled taking the girls to the cleaners today. So <laughs> is that right? MP? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Hey, I want full disclosure on how the questions are. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I've been planning this now for a little bit. So what I did in preparation for this was I made two categories. There's general questions for the boys. There's general questions for the girls. And then I have a two-point category and a three-point category. Okay, so we're going to play to five. That we can use at any time? Yeah, you can use these at any time. So, So in other words, let me tell you how I thought about it. The general category for the boys are things that probably the girls know the answers to, but the boys may not probably wouldn't and the vice versa for the girls. So the category for the girls are things that the boys probably know the answers to, but the girls would not. Okay. Fun, okay. Fun. And then what about the two and three point question? Okay. So the two, anything. Yes. It's anything goes. And if you choose a two point question, I will say, give me a number between, you know, one and whatever. And that number that you give me will determine the question that you get. So in other words, I'm just not going straight down from top to bottom. So you're kind of in control of your own destiny, if that makes sense. But is it, is it all like, it's no multiple choice or 50, 50? No, but some questions in the general will be maybe multiple choice and, but not all of them. Most of them are just a single answer, but if some of a couple of them might, and then the three point questions are kind of a category in and of themselves, but I'm not going to disclose what you have to do for that category until somebody decides to choose it. Well, let's go for it. Okay. So 
Your general categories for girls and boys will just go right down the pipe. So we'll start with number one and go all the way down if we need to, but we're going to play till. So who's going first? Uh, we have to do the series. You called it last time, I'm pretty sure. Right? I called it wrong. Yep. Okay, Gabe, you want to ask Siri? But Fine. somebody has to call it. Do I get to call oh, it we... again? No. no. Chelsea looks like she wants to call it. Tails. Hey, Siri, flip a coin. It's Tails. <laughs> we'll let you go first. <laughs> <laughs> Such oh. baloney. Okay, so the boys are going first. That's fine. All right. Ready? Ready, Freddie. Ready, Freddie. Okay, oh. boys. What food group does eggplant belong to? Ooh. It's a vegetable. I would definitely have to agree. But the th- key, the play on words is egg. So egg is poultry, plant, vegetable. I know I'm just spitting stuff. I'm being oh, you're confusing me. No, no. I, no. I, I feel <laughs> like that's she's why she put it in there. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, no, it's I, think, I think she's trying to throw us off because it could be a fruit, but it, I don't think it's a fruit. I don't think either so a either. vegetable or a fruit. I'm going with vegetable. most of the time they say if it has seeds, it's a fruit, right? Right. I don't. I don't know the last time I had an eggplant. I've seen a lot of pictures of them. Five seconds. Let's just do vegetable. Yeah. Final answer? Final answer. Yeah. Oh. What? It's a fruit? Yep. Really? Is it really? (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Wow. Did you know that, Chelsea? No. But your reasoning of an egg and a plant and a poultry (laughs) and a whatever, I was like, oh, my gosh. And I knew it was going to be a trick question. It has seeds (laughs) in it, right? But so does squash. Yeah, squash and that's does. That's yeah. a vegetable. So I, I was. I didn't know an egg. I know a tomato is. Tomato, was, right? Yeah, I was yeah. laughing on the inside. Well, what is a, what's tomato, a zucchini? Got it. What's zucchini and squash? Vegetables. vegetables. Okay, well you know a the vegetable. little you know the little emoji I'm talking about. Yes. Is that an eggplant? That is yes. an eggplant. <laughs> yes, that's an eggplant. Sure looks like a vegetable to me. Yay, boys! Zero. Okay, girls, you ready? I had to fact check you. You're right. Okay. Okay. You ready, girls? (laughs) Yes. In college football, what mascot is Ohio State? My goodness. (laughs) Oh. I love this, actually. (laughs) I I know this one, yeah. (laughs) Ohio State? Ohio State Buccaneers. No, that's not it. (laughs) Um, <laughs> y'all just hush you know <laughs> I have no idea cardinals they're, su- they're red so let's just go with something red like a cardinal or I something. think they're orange this is the part that actually is kind of no Clemson this Clemson is, is orange amazing Clemson is orange Ohio's red and uh, white second Okay, whatever you want to okay we'll I mean it. I don't know just something red like a cardinal that's all I got Cardinal orange, but okay. Oh. Cardinal. Cardinal's final answer? Yes, I guess. Oh, so Brooke, close. So you close. were so close, Brooke. <laughs> That's why I reacted. I was like, oop, I better not give you it away. You said Buccaneers and they're the Buckeyes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the right shoot. answer is Ohio Dang. State. Buc- Are they red? Yes. Yes. yes and so oh, is. you were right. Clemson on that. is white. Clemson is white and orange. Or yes, orange. But or there's whatever. a lot orange of orange and purple. Okay. Wow. At the end of round one, ladies and gentlemen, boys zero, girls zero. All right, boys, what do you want? Uh, let's just get on the board. Yeah, general. A regular general. Okay. Yeah. Boys, what color wine is Pinot Grigio? Shoot, I just bought a Pinot Noir. That's red. It's, I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought it was white, dude. But what color? Yeah, what color like wine? If I said clear, would that be a color? That's white, right? Or white? Yeah. White. It has to be, be the white. color. It's so what color white. wine is Pinot Grigio? I'm thinking of like the color of the grapes. I don't know if that matters. It's not uh, red. It's the other one. White. Yeah. Or you got that pink color. Moscato. Which is, who knows what. It's, it's white. It's a white. It's I'm a white thinking wine. white, too. Yeah, white wine. Final answer. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Yes. White wine. Gotten better with my Pinot Grigio is white wine. I'm surprised you knew what a Pinot Noir was. Uh I know. I know. Look at me. I know. Little biscuit there. Mm -hmm. 
All right, girls. All right. Okay. Regular general. one, general? Okay. Yeah. If I'm a guy, what is a bomber long A used for? <laughs> a what? Oh, bomber Lord. long A? <laughs> yes. How come they got a color of the wine? I know. And we got bomber. Bomber long A? Okay. I didn't, I didn't Repeat the question. I can't even. If, if I'm a guy, what is a bomber long A used for? Can I? Well. Girls can use to it help. too. That's okay. Why, it's something about say, whenever they go. Is it oh, the. Is it no, the little pee pee no, hole wait, 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 that they wait. used to go to the bathroom? <laughs> hold on, Michael. Hold just be on. quiet. Be quiet. No, because I'm fair. thinking about it's their little peeper hole in their pants. In their underwear. In okay, their underwear. A, yeah, I they have the that. little like like it, it's <laughs> like this little this little like snake guy. Just <laughs> what? Where they don't have to un- they don't have to pull oh the pants down. But why is this a bomber long day? I've never even heard of this before. But <laughs> right, but if a guy uses it, it's and I know mom. So what mom we, have we to can do with we it? can give him one hint. I, if, yeah. Do you well, want to? Do you let's want? Let's give him one hint because they're so far in outer space yeah, right now. Yeah, like I think because you the way you wore this is hilarious. By the way, but <laughs> I'm not on the right not, track. No, well, if you say if I'm a guy, that makes it seem like it's the thing so used for just, male. It's I not. got one hint for him that'll give him a good. I think I got it. I shouldn't give it away, but okay, be careful. I could give it away. Oh, I'll just say this: if I'm a person, what's a bummer long I use? Yeah, for? but that doesn't change it. Uh, should I say it or no? That's just let him lose. Should no, you I think let him lose. Five seconds. Three. We'll let him lose. We'll let him lose this round. Yeah, yeah. I That's need an rude. answer. Wait, how did you no word idea. the question? If I'm a person, oh what's a bomber long A used for? You could even specify, I think, what. Okay, whatever. I That's mean, terrible. I don't know. I've never yeah, even heard no this. All right, here we go. Before. Here we go. This, I'll give him this hint. It's an outdoor product. Four. Three. I have no idea. We'll go with the hole in the underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! <laughs> no a idea. Bomber long a is a what? Michael, Paul, and Gabriel. A fishing lure. A fishing lure. It's a fishing lure. A bomber <laughs> oh long a. But now you can guarantee you, I'm gonna start throwing around some slang words for my bomber long a. Your peephole that looks <laughs> that like a little sounds snake. Good. <laughs> What's that called? That sounds, that sounds aggressive, kind of. <laughs> the hole in your underwear. That one eyed snake. I don't think it has a name. I think it's just to get a little draft in there. <laughs> At the end of two rounds. But you use it to whip it out to go pee in the bathroom. <laughs> the boys. Oh, okay. Uh... At the end of two rounds, the boys have one and the girls have zero. Gay, well, okay. then Gay would have a uh, bomber short A. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. Um, okay, boys. Oh, jeez. Okay, boys. Um, General. Two points or three points? One more general, and then we'll hit a three-pointer for the win. Yeah, general. (laughs) (laughs) That's assuming that you get this one. Okay, you ready? Can't be as far off as y'all were. (laughs) In the kitchen, what do you need a stripper for? (laughs) When you put a pole up, I guess. I don't don't know. A stripper? In the kitchen, what do you need a stripper for? Did you strip corn? We could use that for a lot of things. Do you strip corn? Or you shuck corn? She can cook. it's corn shucks. (laughs) The stripper can Can cook. (laughs) She can clean. (laughs) Whoa, there. (laughs) Or? Uh, Gabe, Gabe, this is what I'm going with. A stripper is something that cleans surfaces. Like you're stripping, kind of like a stripping paint. Like a sweeper? Or am I way off? Or swifter? I'm thinking you strip like corn or you strip. I need an answer. I'm either right there, Gabe, or I'm talking like you strip like a pan, like you clean the grease off or you hit the countertops with the stripper. Go for it. Okay, what's your final answer? What he's saying. Uh, It's a tool used to to clean things, countertops, (laughs) pans, whatever. It's a cleaning. It strips off like. Gotcha. Oh, fiddlesticks. (laughs) 
<laughs> what? A stripper is used to remove the outer coverings of fruits or vegetables. No! <laughs> oh, I knew it. I thought that was called a peeler. I knew it. Yeah, peel. Not the outer. Oh. Outer. It's called a. It's called a stripper. So would you have given it to me if I said that? Like you stripping strip corn? corn? Well, it had been, been. Well, you can't. No, you shut corn. No, yeah, it has corn do. shucks. You do shut no, corn. Shut so anyway, corn. anyway, anyway, um, it's a negative, boys. All right, girls. General or two points or three points? Should we try two points. I'm like, I'm not getting any of these general ones. Okay, <laughs> let's try two. Yeah, we're the lead. <laughs> okay, finish the line. Blame it all on my roots. I showed Ugh. up in boots and ruined your black tie affair. Yeah, the last one to know, the last one to show. I was the last one you thought you'd see there. And I saw the surprise and the fear in his eyes when I took his glass of champagne and I toasted you, said, honey, we may be through. Finish the line. You'll never hear me complain. Cause I got, I got friends, friends in low <laughs> places. That is that is actually a ding 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 ding. That is a yeah. We all get points. Yeah. <laughs> That's Sing two along. points. One point for y'all. One point for us. Two points. No. So at the end, no sharing. Okay, at the end of three rounds, boys one, girls two. What are we playing to? Five. Okay. All right, Michael, we're gonna have to figure something out here. Oh. Do we go for a two-pointer? Or we can go one and tie it up and then go for two or three. I just don't think they're going to get another one right in a row. They're kind of starting off pretty slow, pretty sluggish. (laughs) So we need to take them to the cleaners and clean them up. So general? uh, general, We've missed two general questions, by the way. Okay. So you pick. Let's go for a two-pointer. You want a two-pointer. Okay, a two-pointer. All right. Are you ready? Mm Mm-hmm. I was born ready. How many humps does a Bactrian camel have? What? How many humps uh-huh. What's does the a, name, ba- a Bactrian camel have? Bactrian. It's got to be in the name. Root words, Gabe. Back? Back. It's not a number. Trian. Trian. It's not. Tree? How many humps Tree? Tree? does a Bactrian camel have? How many does a normal camel have? I think I think a ba- gave it's two. It's two or three. It's two for sure. Wait, wait, wait. Does every camel have two humps? I think they my have humps. one big hump. My hump, my hump, my hump. Check my out. lovely ladies. Lumps. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, I, I want to say two, but I, I feel like no, I'm, I'm with you there. I'm trying to picture Final that. answer. It's Don't think too hard. Day. That commercial when he's walking around the office. Yeah. Back tree. Let's go with two. Final answer? Yeah. yeah. Two two humps. Ding, 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 ding. Woo-hoo. The other the other camel is the dromedarian. They have one. Okay. Dromedarian. Yeah. So we got lucky then because <laughs> I'm thinking of the normal camels. So there's only two camels? There's two kinds. There's a Bactrian and a Dromedary, I believe, actually, are the only two. And the Dromedaries have one. I think and the there's Bactrian three, have three. two. They're I so drama. You want to do two again? Yep. All right. So two. <laughs> two for the girls. Okay, girls. Which mammal is known to have the most powerful bite in the world? Which mammal is... Mm is known to have the most powerful bite in the world. The boys are definitely stumped on this one, too. No, I got it. I got it. A hippo. Yeah, it's something. I was going to say something like that, too, Chelsea. I think it's a hippo. Final answer? Mm-mm. Yes. Oh, my gosh. How did you get that? Yeah. So uh, I, that because be I remember. Guess. Is that right? I remember yes. learning that. Hippos have hair. <laughs> Watch it's National Geographic. Hippos have hair, which makes my mammal. Well, yes, but we're talking about the most powerful bite in the world. I know they're the they kill the most people. Hippos they're, do. They're the most dangerous. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I did not know they're that. Right. How many points okay. is that worth? 
Oh, two. that's two. two. So, so at the end of this round, the boys two have to three. three and the girls have four. I'm oh, sorry, four to three. So we got to do a two-pointer again, again. We could win. Yeah, let's do it. We no, got... you can't. Or you can yeah, do can. a three-pointer and get ahead. First one, two, five, right? No, no because y'all no. went first. So we get the rebuttal. No, yes. I think since you chose to go second, if we get to five first. No, that's not, that's not true. Right, Everybody gets a, a fair a shot. Let's go yeah. for But those. you have a three-pointer. No, we're going with two. Well, you think they'll go for two or they'll go for? They'll go for three and lose. Well, but I'm, you got to be strategic. If, if they, they go, go for, for two again, then they'll tie us at no, six. No, oh, we'll, we'll win. win. You'll, they'll win. Huh? That's what I'm saying. You can... No, no. If we go for three, yes, they go, go for th- two. Exactly. Yes. yes. Oh, so yeah, maybe we do a three-pointer. Yeah. It's kind of going to be all or nothing here. We probably lose if we don't get it, but. I kind of want to see the category, honestly. <laughs> yeah, let's check it out. Okay. A three-pointer? I'm we scared. have to pick a number now or what? You're going to pick a number, and these are sing-alongs. Oh, sing-alongs. Yeah, <laughs> so pick, pick a number between one and five. Three? I like three. Okay. Here's the song that you're going to have to sing. The whole thing? Whoa. Yes. Oh, we're done. Gabe, yes. we lose this game all the time when the caller <laughs> play this game. Oh, man. It's, it's easy. It's easy. So the song is... One, two, three, four, five. Once I caught a fish alive. I need to need you to sing the song. I've never heard that. Me neither. <laughs> One, One two, two, three, four, five. Everybody in the so come on, let's drive to the <laughs> liquor store and want some cognac. That's a different. But I really don't wanna. That one. That, that is it. not. It's one, two, three, four, five. Once I caught a fish alive. I thought Michael Paul That's for sure. One, two, buckle my shoe. Three, four. No, this door, is one, five, two, three, one, four, five. Once I caught a fish alive. Fun. That's the name of the song. Yes. I quite literally have never heard that. So one, two, three, four, five. Girls, do y'all know it? Fish can, you, can you give me like the beat? Yes. One, two, three, four, five. Once I caught a fish alive. Six. Uh, what are you doing? What are you counting. doing? She's counting. So we go up. I know, but stop. Okay, One, good. two, two three, four, three, five. five. Once I caught Once a, I fish, caught a alive. fish alive. Six, Six seven, seven, eight, eight ten. ten. And I'm not all even over counting. Again. Can we wait? Steal? Maybe. Six, wait, wait, wait. seven, eight, nine, ten. That's. That's where we go to fish again. <laughs> All right, here's my guess. One, two, three, four, five. Once I caught a fish alive, six, seven, and eight. I had to use more bait. Nine and ten. We're back again. Eleven and twelve. Thirteen and fourteen. Watch out for fifteen and sixteen. I don't know. We're too high. And final answer? Wait. <laughs> Is this a seven eight nine joke? Oh seven eight nine. Yeah. No, it's one Final two answer. three four five. Once I caught a fish alive. Five. Six seven eight nine ten. I threw him back go. again. I kind of like that actually. Okay, give it I up. I know it's wrong, but yeah. I yeah. Can you sing it for me, please? Girls. Once can I we finish? a fish alive, six, six, seven, eight, eight nine, nine, ten. Then I let, then it, go I let it go again. That's what we Why said. I said that. No, you did not. Because you it said bit my finger. So which, which finger, finger did, did it bite? bite? This, this little, little finger, finger on the right. right. <laughs> 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 yeah, 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 me neither. I thought it was going to be like, I'm a little teapot. It could have been, but it wasn't because you picked three. three. That was a terrible guess. <laughs> Three's for me, right? Mm. All right. Well, um, girls, you're going to have to pick a category. Do we want to do sing-along? Yeah. Oh, I dare y'all. We could you're going to do the three-point? Yep. Okay. Okay. All right. Pick a number between one and five, except you can't pick three because they that's the one that they had one sure one okay for the win for three points sing hey diddle diddle 
Oh my. Hey, hey diddle, diddle, the cat, the cat in the fiddle. Fiddle, the, the cow, cow jumped, jumped over, over the moon. The moon. But you have to sing it. Hey, diddle, diddle. <laughs> it has to be like the right. That's a nursery no. rhyme. Yes, but you have to sing the whole song. Hey, diddle, diddle, the cat in the fiddle. The, the cow, cow jumped, jumped over, over the moon. The moon. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Got him, boy. How far do we have to go? I know oh, how. Hey, hold on, stop, boy, stop. The dish ran away with the spoon, but I don't yes. remember the. Yes, it's it's the uh, the cow jumped over the, over moon. the moon. The little boy, something to see how it's been in the dish ran, dish away, ran away with, with the spoon. spoon. What's that middle part? Hey, diddle diddle, the cat in the fiddle. The cow jumped over the moon. The little boy. The little boy ate ice cream. Something no. spat. With the spoon. spat. <laughs> To see such Y'all a sport, it, and the dish saying. ran away with the spoon. The little boy spat to see what a sport, and the dish ran away with the spoon. Okay, that final answer. We'll sing it. Well, yeah, we need to make sure we know. What I you just said. said it. I don't know the song. Well, okay, well, that's sing it. it. It is a diddle, sing diddle, along. The cat in the fiddle. The cow jumped over the moon. The little boy spat to see what a sport, and the dish ran away with the spoon. Final answer. Yes. Oh, so close. I know. Damn it. <laughs> what is it? So I, I wouldn't the have The little one, dog it? laughed. Dang oh. it. Such a oh, sport. you said the little boy. And the it's dish that. ran away with the spoon. Oh. oh, so it is that. It's just the only thing you missed was dog. The little boy. They said oh. the little boy spat, and it was the little dog laughed. Oh. The boy. Hey, y'all are still. I in like it. this category. We are in it. <laughs> okay, still three boys, four girls. Boys, what do you want? Go for two. If we go yeah. for two, they're going to go for two, and right, they're going to go. beat us if they get it. All right, let's get it. What do you so want? Two, two pointer, I guess. A two pointer. Okay, a two pointer. Um, finish the line. Tale as old as time, true as it can be, barely even friends, then somebody bends. What's the last word? <laughs> that doesn't <laughs> sound like English. I will, I will even try to sing it for you. Yeah, I, okay. say, I don't even know what, like, where is this? as time. True as it can be, barely even friends, then somebody bends blank. Over? Okay, that's Eileen. <laughs> I leaned over. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great Daddy answer though <laughs> i can't even rhyme it doesn't even sound like it rhymes yeah it doesn't can you sing okay one more time can you just one say more time and we'll just guess yeah yeah tale as old as time true as it can be barely even friends <laughs> then somebody bends <laughs> blank <laughs> Barely even friends and somebody bends. It has to be over. Three's company too. <laughs> Think about it, Gabe. Because it has a tree. It's talking about time. And no, they friends. wouldn't have laughed that hard if we said over. Yeah, no it's, way it's, over. it's not the right answer. But like, I'm trying to come, like, what word would even fit in that? I feel like it's like from a, a, a TV series. No, it's like true. It's time. So your time's up. And somebody I... bends time. Let's do time. Wait, no, no, no. He started with time already. Three. A tale, a tale Two. of a time. Bends. One. Bends. Is it so- I... softly? I have a question. Is it B E? You're up. N D S. Yes. All right. Time's bends. up. Need an answer. Bends softly. softly. Yeah. Hey, can I? Can I? Can Is I? that final answer? Uh, it's not softly. Is that the final answer? Um, it, it is it, the final it answer. It is the final answer. Unexpectedly. From Beauty and the Beast. Oh, my gosh. 
Over sounded better. Over. That's all I have to say about that. That, that makes uh, way better sound. Okay. Okay. Girls. <laughs> what was that category? Two. Two. two points. Let's go for two. Go for two. Okay. Okay. Oh, it's a bomber long A question. Yeah. What does a male penguin often gift to a female penguin to win her over? <laughs> Do you know it? No. What the heck, Mama? What does a male penguin... Um, y'all chose it. What does a male penguin... <laughs> you choose it. <laughs> ...to a female penguin I I to win one, her over? A bomber longe. Yeah, a bomber longe. <laughs> um, a fish? Does he catch a fish for her? I have no idea. I don't know. Didn't watch that part of me in National Geographic. <laughs> what about happy have, feet? Do we have a final <laughs> answer? Fish. Fish. I don't know. Oh, final answer. Thought it's right, it's right. a rock. They give him rocks, right? Yes, a pebble. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. Oh I, I knew that for some reason. I wow, Gabe. You if, roll if only head. if only it were that way in, in human lives, right? Yeah. I'll give you a rock. Oh, <laughs> you do have to give him a rock. If you well, give him a rock, that if you is get, true. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> What's different? <laughs> it's a different a shiny rock. If you gave him if you gave him a rock, they'd tell you to kick rocks. That's true. Bounce in. Okay. Ooh. Okay. All right. Back <laughs> to it's three to four. It's three to four. What does that mean, Mom? Just Bounce let's in. keep going. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, boys. All right, Michael. Let, let's just go for a three pointer. Yeah, yeah. Let's knock it out. Let's go. Three pointer. Five. Number five. Yep. Okay, number five. You have to sing in total the bingo song. And you have to do the clapping. B I N G O. Whoa. You have to sing the whole song. That's it. That's where it stops. It, it, uh, no, it doesn't well, start with that. No, mom. B, B, hold on. Just let me think. B I N G O. B I N G O. And Nemo. What's his name? Nemo or Emo? What'd you say? Uh, no, it's the one where they go. It's the, I'm getting them confused. It's yeah. the one with the 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 farm, right? <laughs> Isn't it the farm? Oh, oh, oh. Okay, so you know what I mean. So yeah, it's like uh, here. See, this is what happens when you don't see. We're talking about being proactive. I've had six hours of sleep. Last hold on, hold on, hours. hold on. We don't have time to waste. Uh, be quiet. Not yeah. No water. Had beer. B I N G O B I. NGO any <laughs> Yeah, you're you're getting us confused. It's the farm song. Uh the pig goes oink oink. Bingo was his name. Oh, oh, bingo was the name of uh the animal, right? Yes, yes. So it's you start with a pig or go. <laughs> I I'm, I can't. It's the freaking little the, the house. I'm singing the chorus right now. B I N G O. Yeah, but that's not how it starts. I don't freaking know how it starts. That's why you're supposed to and come in clutch here. Oh, hey, hold on. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Keep keep doing that. Keep doing that. Keep doing that. I can figure it out. No, seriously, keep doing it. Char Char. Yes, there we go. There we go. We're getting there, Gabe. Char. Give me the beat. Give me the beat. Oh, that's that's Jacob Heimer Smith. Give me the beat. Give me John the beat. Jacob, you know how Smith. His name, His name is, is my name, name too. too. Whenever we, we go out, out no. the people, people stop always and shout. shout. There goes B I N G O. I don't know. I don't either. I, it's the farm honest. song, and we're off. Big the boy. bingo <laughs> lyrics. Are you done? Can you, you give it? Can you, yeah, we give up. But can you give me the first one? I think I know it. Yeah, I there I was a farmer. Oh, stop, 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 stop. You're done. You're done. No, B-I-N-G-O. and bingo was his name. You were saying and Nemo was his name. I'm like, you're spelling bingo. I got it. I realized that afterwards. Can you sing it for us real quick? There was a farmer, had a dog, and Bingo was his name. Oh, my gosh. See, Michael, you had that beat right. Why do we keep knowing each other's answers? I know. Okay. All right. Girls, 
Two or three? Two. 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 Oh, th- I'm sorry. Three, three, but two. Oh, number the three number pointer. Two. Number two. Two song. Yes. Number two, my lord. <laughs> <laughs> number two. Sing correctly the Humpty Dumpty song. Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great ball. All the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty together again. Ding, 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 ding. Clean you up. Clean you up. I wouldn't have got that one either. I know the Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. I didn't know the king's part. So... Um, let's talk about the cleaners. The boys, you had three, and the girls had seven. Well, both holy numbers, but one is <laughs> one is bigger than the other. So the nitwit Michael, Michael, you hear that? Perfecto. One is bigger than the other. <laughs> That's me. The, the nitwits are the boys. The nitwits are the boys. So girls, uh, gotta, gotta give it to the props for the girls. All right, so the, the trophy sits. For a while, on the, the females, girls, on the girls stand. Oh. So anyway, and that was super fun. I had no idea that you guys would struggle like that with the sing-alongs. But Makes you really anyway, think. okay. Well, thank y'all so much for joining me this week. And as we talked, you know, proactively living. I always appreciate y'all's insights. Y'all are y'all are some wise people. And I thank the audience for tuning in. Hope you had uh, a little bit of insight on how to live a proactive life and a little bit of fun as you joined us as we played Nitwit Trivia. So I hope that you guys have a fantastic rest of your week. And just know we think about you often. Tag us on Instagram. Let us know how you're living a proactive life. And we'll see you back again for another episode of the Amanda Rollins Show as we talk salt. Fam bam! So happy to have you all here. Thanks for joining me. Have a great week, you guys. See ya. Proactive. All right. Make your list. Check it twice. Bye, everybody. Thank you for joining us this week on the Amanda Rollard Show. Make sure to subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. 